This is the Farmington Feed, bringing you information from the city of Farmington. Welcome back to another episode of Farmington Feed. Our HR department has been so busy this year, like many others, I'm sure. They have brought in some new faces with a lot of talent, and I'm so excited to introduce you to them today. We're going to kick off our introductions with the new Parks and Recreation Supervisor, Emily Shearer. Welcome to the feed, Emily. You are no stranger to the city of Farmington and the community. What was it like growing up in Farmington? So I actually have lived in Farmington my whole entire life until I went to college in Mankato. And I would say when I think about my childhood, I tend to think of almost that like child dreamlike kind of scenario in that the neighborhood I grew up in was in Troy Hill, which at that time, I don't totally know the population um, or demographic of who lives there right now. But when I did have my house there growing up, everyone in the streets in the neighborhood were kids my age. I mean, obviously they had families that lived in those homes, but there were so many kids in the neighborhood that we frequently, especially in the summer times, got out every single night, played yard games, things like kick the can or... There was a game called Ghost in the Graveyard. Oh my gosh, I remember that one. <laughs> yes. So fun. And so pretty much every single night we were out, whether it was a you know weekday or, or weekend night, didn't really matter. Obviously, once it got to a certain time, we had to go back inside. But mm-hmm. it was kind of the pinnacle childhood dream life, if you will, in the sense that I got to grow up surrounded by children, playing games with them. and You got to um, meet a lot of other kids exactly and and, yeah. and you know then we all walked to the bus stop together in the mornings when during the school year and and then even in the winter had a pond in the backyard on my street and the one across the street so kids were always you know ice skating on it on both of them and so I mean yeah in general when I think of my childhood I think of the games that I got to play with the kids in my neighborhood until or even past dark mm-hmm. <laughs> and just that yeah kind of I don't know it's dreamlike to me um, but the other kind of like I don't know, fun thing I like to think about with my growing up in Farmington mm-hmm. is that of the, I think there's nine school buildings and public school buildings in Farmington. I've attended classes in seven of them. Wow. So yeah, because I uh, attended Aiken Road first through third grade until Meadowview was built. Sure. And prior to that, I did ten- kindergarten center. Then I attended Meadowview and then I went... 6th and 7th through Middle School East, and 8th and ninth through Middle School West, and then went to the old high school, which is now Bachman, for my first year of high school, and then went, finished off my last two years of high school in the old high school, or in the new in high the school. In the new one? Yeah, and so... Oh my gosh. Seven of the nine schools I've actually attended classes in, which That's is That's a lot of, of schools. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of change. That's got to be fun and keep it exactly. interesting, right? And without moving ever houses. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Kind of of a cool thing that I always like to think about, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you uh, started working for the Parks Department in high school? Yes. So if I can, my memory can, you know, recall correctly. I was hired when I was 15 in 2009, and I believe I turned 16 that year going into the summer. Um, And so I've been working as a recreation assistant from essentially 15, 16 and then I uh, got the recreation program supervisor job when I was a uh, freshman in college. 
and then continued that um, while I was getting my undergraduate degree and my master's degree. Uh, and so I actually had that job through the summer of 2017 until I moved to Arizona. So I think it ends up coming out to nine years total uh, oh before I moved. So, so that was... You said it was the recreation supervisor position or recreation program supervisor. Program supervisor. Okay. It's kind of the, the work, the titles I should say yep. for the positions can be kind of confusing because yeah, the, there's the recreation assistant is kind of the, um, the staff who are on site leading the programs. And then the recreation program supervisor, uh, is a position that someone is kind of working in between the recreation assistants and the recreation supervisors okay. to help kind of plan the programs, uh, to schedule staff, to kind of be on site and be on call and things of that nature. And then the recreation, recreation supervisors now what I have. And so those are kind of the varying levels. Got it. Yeah. You did that kind of seasonally and then you moved out of state and then you decided to move back this summer. Yes. And yeah, what's that been like coming back? So actually, I mean, very different from Arizona. It's kind of funny because I think when I moved out to Arizona, for some odd reason, it felt like a vacation for quite a few months. I think just because it's Arizona. Yep, and it's so nice out. <laughs> There's sun shining. Yep. <laughs> and so I never really felt a moment of culture shock there because I think I was just like, oh, it's a weird vacation, even though I live here. <laughs> and then eventually I just felt like I was living there, where when I moved back it almost felt almost like a culture shock because I just was like, okay, this is not, you know, I, I got used to living surrounded by millions of people yep. uh, with the populations of the whole Phoenix metro area. It is millions of people. Mm -hmm. And then when imagine. I came back here uh, and, you know, started to work seasonally again with the city of Farmington before I got to this recreation supervisor job, it was just kind of... It, a little bit of a culture shock in the sense of back in that really hometown feeling environment, not what I was used to over the past five years. And it's kind of shocking how quickly you can get used to something like being surrounded by millions of people. Yep. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been kind of an interesting adjustment, but it was, it felt comfortable the second I got back in and got things moving and grooving and things of that nature. So yeah, it's good to be back. It just Immediately, I was like, whoa, everyone knows each other again. <laughs> yep. What are you most excited for in your new position of the recreation supervisor? I think the thing I'm most excited for is in the past, as a you know recreation program supervisor, a lot of times these programs were already kind of developed and well, at least for sure, planned for things like putting them in the Farmington Currents. And then so when I got my hands on them, it was something that was already developed and, and I just was there for trying to more implement it. Maybe plan some smaller things around the inside of it, but mm -hmm. not fully go putting my own, you know, thoughts and my own kind of like hands-on skills with these programs. Mm -hmm. And so now that I have the opportunity to determine what kinds of programs I want to have and what I want to see Farmington have. Uh, it, it provides me a little bit more flexibility and a little bit more creativity that I maybe necessarily didn't have in the past. So I'm most excited to kind of get my hands in and actually start to, you know, continue programs that have 
been successful and that people enjoy and and then also develop new programs that I think farmers can really benefit from cool yeah you get to put your own little twist on exactly on your programs that's awesome yeah do you have anything in mind for the future of what you want to see Farmington have for programs I mean right now I have been kind of looking into maybe because again with winter coming up that's kind of my forefront of mind possibly doing like a field trip to Welch Village um, I know there's been interest of someone actually, like of an actual cl- snowboarding skiing club starting, um, but that might be a little bit, a couple of years out. So maybe just start with a field trip. Also, I know Muddy Waters and Parks and Rec are going to, we've already kind of started to develop a program that we are hoping becomes an annual program uh, in that Leading up to Christmas in December, uh, we'll have a couple days where you can go in and make an annual ornament for your Christmas tree. Cool. And so, you know, like this year would be the 2022 ornament. Mm-hmm. And then if, again, if it's continuing to be an annual tradition, uh, then people can continue to bring back or come back with their kids uh, and make these ornaments every single year. And then hopefully eventually their Christmas tree is filled with their annual ornament. Yeah, that would so, be so fun. Yeah, that's it's already in the works, so you'll see it in actually in the currents here and for the winter. Yep. <laughs> November 22nd, I think it'll be in homes. Yes. Cool. Thanks so much for coming on, and we wish you luck in your new position. Thank you. Thanks. Patty Ridley is the new payroll specialist. She started consulting with the HR department back in January and then joined the team as an official city staff member in August. Yep, August 23. So we must have done something right for you to stick around, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's a few things that you did, right? (laughs) Yeah, you know. (laughs) So where did you come from before? Um, So I was with Robert Half as a uh, full-time engagement specialist, which means that Clients would reach out to Robert Half and say, we need um, somebody for like three to six months, sometimes a year, Mm -hmm. um, because we're going through a software transition or we've got people out on medical leave for extended time. And so I was actually an employee of Robert Half. Okay. And so, yeah, so I would just go to a client and Farmington was only my third client that I had since I'd worked there. And Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so So I... (laughs) You dipped your toes in only a few companies, Uh huh? Yep. And I didn't have any intention. I really liked it. It was a great company. It still is a great company. Mm -hmm. Um, Very generous, very good to their employees. And so I was really, I was in a really unique situation to like, um, I didn't have to leave a job. Sure. You know, I think we've all been in that position where you're like, oh my God, anything will be better than the craziness that I'm in right now or Mm -hmm. whatever. And I was in a super, super blessed place where I loved working with the people here in the city and I really loved working with my people at Robert Half. And so it was a hard decision, frankly. It really was because it's like I wasn't trying to leave anything. Right. It just kind of fell into your lap. It did. And yeah. it's all about timing. It is. You know? For sure. Since you started, has there been anyone at the city who has had like a big impact on you? Oh, gosh. There's been more than one person, actually. I mean, Lynn Gorski is the first because mm-hmm. um, she was the one that reached out to Robert Half um, to say we need some help and you know at the time the HR director was trying to do payroll and HR and whatnot and Lynn recognized the fact that you know we just need some help with payroll so yep. that was just the first 
reason that I even came here was yep. just to help get payroll done and maybe create a system or something or whatever. But working with her was really enjoyable. She was, her personality was great. Her work ethic is excellent. Her experience and her knowledge and her background was super interesting. I'd never worked for a city. So I'd worked with school districts before. So I was familiar with like municipal and para and just in unions and that type of thing. But that was in a school district setting, which is very different. Yep. Well, different. <laughs> that I'm learning than a city. And so it was really great to have that person that I could be like, okay, this is different. Never worked with this before. And so mm-hmm. she was able to really help me. And then just as time went on, it was like everyone that I was interacting with, everybody from just an employee that said hello to me, uh, you know, I was here like once a week. Yep. And just that friendliness of the people in the building and always looking to help me nobody if I asked a question I could say I I'm new trying to understand everybody was just so happy to help yeah and I was definitely. like okay that is so refreshing there's oh. so much teamwork that yes. goes on between the departments yes. and, and all of that and it's nobody amazing. looks I never got the feeling that it was um you know even though this was only the third client I'd worked in other settings and I worked for a credit union as well doing payroll and there was always animosity between departments. Okay. And I could never, and, and payroll is the one job <laughs> that you have a foot for sure in HR and in finance. Yep. And so you, you're you kind of this person that has to figure out like, okay, I got to get along with everybody here because <laughs> I can't do my job well without, without that without relationship. That relationship. Yeah. And so if there was ever animosity between the departments, holy buckets, it made your job just so hard and I did not feel any of that here at all that's great like how is it different working from a city versus being in the private sector that actually is a really good question because there are differences I mean the number one difference is the pension sure I did almost 30 years in public school districts oh wow yeah so I've got theoretically vested with para and whatnot and it's funny because when I look back way back in my early 20s when I started, (laughs) never thinking it was going to be my career, never for a second thinking I would do it for longer than a year or two. Now I look back on that. I'm like, wow, that was a really good decision on my part to Mm -hmm. stay and to keep looking for opportunities within school districts because the pension didn't mean anything to me really until at the time. Oh, not at all. No. I was lucky to make my rent payment per month. Are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. Pension and retirement. Uh, in fact, pretty recently, like within the last 10 years, I remember saying to friends, like, yeah, retirement? What? I'm going to work till I die. Who are you kidding? What? And so recently, like within the last five to six years is when it's kind of been now giving my age away, um, which I'm not ashamed of, actually. But yeah. I really started to go, wow, this might be an opportunity. I might actually get to retire. And talking to a financial person and saying, and I'm going, oh my gosh, you've got a pension with para? Okay, great. That sets you up really well. And then you've got this, you know, Social Security, God willing, it'll still be around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, let's talk about investments. Or what, and it was like, okay, the reality of retirement actually was like, oh, this is doable. Wow, well, this might be happening. Yeah. So that is definitely, and I, I really, really tried it explain that to employees especially newer employees and give them examples as to why working for the city the state a school district any Mm -hmm. public municipality in the state of minnesota why this is a really big benefit that you get um that you don't get in the private sector now private sector companies can be very generous if they choose to sure 
but your public sector companies have to by law because it's para is actually it's in the state bylaws right so we don't have a choice mm-hmm. you know so there's there's pluses and minuses there's you can you know my sister just recently retired and she worked for law firms all of her life okay and she made a lot more money than i ever made per year there was a lot more income mm-hmm. but then she had to invest it really well right so it's kind of like i i never would believe that people could like become millionaires working for the city or the state but you have something here and the other part of it in addition to the pension piece is I keep going on my payroll stuff. I can't help it. Uh, <laughs> I love what I do. But also the collegiality. People really want to work together. Mm-hmm. And they really, and especially when it's a town, you know, I lived in River Falls, Wisconsin, which is a very small town. I lived there for six years, actually yep. eight years. Um, I lived in Hudson for a couple of years. I lived in White Bear Lake. I've lived in Centerville. So I've always been born and raised in St. Paul, but I love that small town People know each other. People look out for each other. People know their neighbors. They want to know Definitely, their yeah. neighbors. It's awesome. And sometimes they want to know everybody's business. Um, <laughs> it but, happens hey, too. It's okay. We're looking out for each other. Right. But it's like, that's what you get when you work in a city. It's like, we're not all trying to climb on top of each other to get up that run, that corporate ladder. Mm-hmm. And when I did work for those couple of corporate companies, that's, it really kind of did. I met great people, but there was that feeling of, well, you could make so much more. Do you want to go for this position? Do you want? And it's like, I don't want to step on somebody to get somewhere else. To I just want boost to boost yourself with, up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, working with people, and I just got that feeling here. You know, yeah. people like what they do. People like their coworkers, I and people like to work as a team. Definitely, there's a there's a need for serving the community. Absolutely, it, it's in every single department. I mean, we yes. are always thinking resident focus you know resident first so that's our customer yeah we work for them we would right. not be here we would not get a paycheck mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the citizens of farmington yes and similar to school districts it's like those residents in that school district is you know i wouldn't have a job if they didn't make their property tax payments so Correct, yeah. this isn't my money it's all of our money and mm-hmm. we're trying to do the best we can with it absolutely so great what are you most looking forward to in this new position? Oh, gosh, there's a lot of things. Um, I'll say the first thing is that it's been a while since I get up in the morning and I look forward to going to work. That's amazing. Isn't that awesome? Oh, <laughs> Patty. She's turning pink. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. But yeah. really, because, I, you know, have you ever had a job where you're like, Okay, I gotta drive into work today. And if you've ever had that, you know that feeling. And it's it's not a good feeling. It's not fun to no. dry to your every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people laugh about the Sunday scaries. Like, oh God, it's about six o'clock on Sunday night. I'm getting the scary. And mm-hmm. I just love like I said, collegiality and people that enjoy what they do and yeah. people that enjoy other people. You know, they're not right. just coming to a job just to do a job. They're, they enjoy what they do. So and many, so much passion yeah. around yep. here. So I love coming to work. I look forward to helping. That was the other thing I was going to say, really knowing uh, where we've been mm-hmm. with payroll and HR and a lot of change in 2022. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much change. Um, but I'm really looking forward to working with Julie and Terry and Lynn and the rest of the, everybody here, but particularly my little team of Julie and myself and Terry yep. and looking at how can we make open enrollment benefit stuff as easy and as understandable as possible for our employees. Yep. Because 
the citizens are our ultimate customer. But for me and payroll and HR, my employees are my customers. And I want to make it as painless and as easy to understand as I possibly can because I get overwhelmed with benefits and I work in this stuff, mm-hmm. right? It's, Same with it payroll. Can, it it can is get very confusing. It, correct. Mm-hmm. So helping that and then just like then W two is it's like how do I make sure that they're accurate? And you know, going forward into new software. Hopefully in twenty twenty four we're gonna get more user friendly. Mm-hmm software for HR and payroll and that type of thing. So just trying to look ahead and say in the next three to five years, my goal is to make this position better, leave it better than when I got here. Mm -hmm. That's always been my goal. And I try to aspire to that. So yeah. So I'm on a three to five year plan. Awesome. (laughs) Well, we appreciate everything you've done so far this year and your positive energy (laughs) and spunkiness. It just, it brings a smile to everyone's face. So thank you for being here. Oh, I appreciate that a lot. I'm happy to be here. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Next up, we have Terry Wilson. Terry joined the Farmington team in August in a brand new position here for Farmington as HR specialist. How has your first month been? It has been very, very busy. And really, for me, it's been a huge learning curve. But I can't believe a month has gone by already. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so what have you been keeping busy with? So um, primarily, it's just kind of getting to know the systems, um, just your basic things like, you know, your computer systems, your filing systems, people, their names, Mm -hmm. all of that, which is really important to HR. Yep. Mainly all of, of that type of things. Great. Where did you work before? Prior to this position, I work for the city of Edina, where I was there for um, the last 28 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of local gov experience. I do have a lot of local gov experience. What are some of your first priorities for Farmington? Like, what are your big projects coming up? So at this time of year for HR, the biggest thing is open enrollment. Mm -hmm. So that's where all the employees have a a chance to review all of their benefits, make any changes, and sign up for 2023. So that's basically what I've been doing right now is just familiarizing myself with all of our vendors and providers Mm -hmm. and then trying to get all that information together and then ready to present to our employees, which I will be doing in November for our open enrollment period. Great. Mm -hmm. So do you have a lot of experience with open enrollment or is it a little bit newer? It is newer. Um, My primary responsibility at the city of Edina was obviously in HR, but it was in recruiting. The benefit side I did early on in my Mm -hmm. HR career. So I'm really kind of looking forward to revisiting that and learning that again. Great. You live in Farmington right now? I do. How long have you been around here? I moved to Farmington in 2000, so I've been here for 22 years. Wow. So my commute to my work is very, very nice. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) You've been around for 22 years, so how has Farmington changed in your time being here? It has grown. I remember when I first moved here in 2000, I think the population was around 9,000. Wow. So it's more than doubled since I've been here. Mm -hmm. Um, Just all of the growth, the new developments, even seeing the school system grows, the elementary schools and obviously the beautiful high school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is one of your favorite things to do here? 
That would be, actually, it's two things. I am a big walker, so I enjoy, I can just walk out my door and hit some paths and start walking. Great. So I really enjoy that. And then I golf, so I enjoy golfing too. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all I have for you. Do you have anything you want to add? I just am really happy to be here, and everybody's been awesome and super welcoming, so I'm just looking forward to continue to learn and um, serve the community. Yeah, awesome. Mm -hmm. Welcome. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. Thanks. Once more, I just want to say welcome to Emily, Terry, and Patty to the city of Farmington. I can't wait to see all of the amazing things they do. And that concludes this episode of Farmington Feed. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, and we'll see you next time. Bye.